on, we're worshiping the Lord. And I love you, Jesus. And I praise thee, O oh God. I bless your holy name. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God. In that name of Jesus, I bless you, my Father. Everybody said praise the Lord. You have a Bible, let's turn to the book of Isaiah. You know where Psalms is at? Move forward a little bit from there, you will find the book of Isaiah. Isaiah. presence of the Lord here tonight. I'll continue to entertain that as was said. Isaiah chapter 43. Isaiah chapter 43 and verse 19. Behold, I will do a new thing. Now it shall spring forth. Shall ye not know it? I will even make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. Everybody said, Praise the Lord. I would now like to turn your attention to the book of Revelation, the last book of the Bible. And uh, chapter 20 of the book of Revelation. Just go to the back of your Bible and flip back a few pages, and you will come to Revelation chapter 20. Beginning with verse 1, And I saw an angel come down from heaven, having the key of the bottomless pit, and a great chain in his hand. And he laid hold on the dragon, that old serpent, which is the devil and Satan, and bound him a thousand years. Everybody said, Praise the Lord. All right. You can be seated. The Lord bless you. One of the most outstanding things for you should be to remember that God does a new thing in your life when you allow Him to begin to operate in your life. The Scripture teaches that there are things that God is ready to do. One of those things is that He's ready to to pardon. He's ready to grant a full pardon. He's ready to wipe out all of your sinful past, completely do away with it, and even remember it no more. God said He's ready to do that. The question is whether or not you are ready, whether or not you're going to become aware, get an awareness about you of something that has been available and in front of your face for the years that you have been upon planet earth. God said in another place that he would give us a new heart. Another place he said, I'll give you a new spirit, a whole new attitude. He would also give us what the scripture calls and terms newness of life. For you to allow this new to come into your heart, into your life. Notice that the enemy was referred to 
in Revelation when he was taken by the scruff of the neck, the seat of the pants, so to speak. And that angel laid hold on him, called him that old serpent. Let me tell you something. God wants to do a new thing in your life. He wants to bump you out of that old pattern, that old rut that your life is in, that same old, same old, same old. The Bible teaches that prophet came along one day, and when the prophet came along, he saw a young man, and he must have seen some potential and felt some type of a pull towards him. And so he dealt with the young man in a way and sent a signal that the young man began to put a few things in order and started to follow him. As he followed the prophet and entered into the training and the experience of it, the Scripture teaches that the, the prophet told him, he said, well, he said, uh, you know, I'm going to leave where we're at right now, this place called Gilgal, and Gilgal meant just a continuous circle, just the same old thing, the same old cycle, no change in the pattern and no change in the results. Just that type of a worldly lifestyle, that confusion, that misery, that sameness, that boringness that comes along with the same old, same old, same old sinful lifestyle. And he said, I'm, I'm going to step out of this cycle, going to break this mold, going to do a new thing. And he said, so you go ahead and stay here if you want to just walk in circles. You just want to see your life wasted. It's been said that a mind, or shall we say a life, is a terrible thing to waste. And days amount to weeks and weeks amount to months and months become years and years become a decade and decade two of them becomes a score then as one president said four score and seven and pretty soon you're up there pushing the limits of of strength to live that long and a, a life suddenly expires and it's over with and of course not all lives expire at 80 plus years some of them go a whole lot younger some people only live to be 20, 28, 30, 35. You know, unfortunate things happen to people in their 40s. And so here we have this individual, and he says, I'm, I'm stepping out here. I'm going to make a step in the right direction. I'm going to get off of this same old merry-go-round that's not very merry. I'm going to get off and out of this boring, oh, what do I want the word, disappointing lifestyle here. I'm going to get away from that. I'm going to step out. I feel a pull to go in a different direction, something that is offering me something new. I don't want new just to be new. But I want God's new thing, the God that could envision a world that is as beautiful as ours is. Stepped out early this morning, and the, the sun was coming up, and it was, you know, just a blue sky, and the air, the temperature was just right. It wasn't hot and it wasn't cold. It was just nice. And the calmness and the stillness of the morning. And God that created the vastness and the greatness of not only earth but space. 
and everything that he made and colors, all the things that God has done and man himself and the computer-like mind that we have, all the wonderful things that God has done beyond our description and imagination. And yet in the midst of all of that, God looked at a world that has descended into a great big mess in his foreknowledge and he said, I'm going to do a new thing. I'm going to get you out of that old rut. I'm going to deliver you from that old serpent, that old devil, that Satan himself. I'm going to do a new thing for you. I'm going to break the yoke of bondage, and I'm going to take away the shackles and the handcuffs and the fetters in your life. I'm going to clean out the cobwebs that are in your mind, and I'm going to sweep it up and clean it up and give you something brand new and shiny and fluorescent and beautiful and great and it's going to give you a happiness. It's going to give you a joy that is beyond verbal description. It's going to be so wonderful. And I want you to step toward that. That's where the prophet will lead you. That's where the word of God will lead you. So he said, now, you go ahead and stay here and walk in circles if you want. He said, but I'm stepping out in that direction. The answer came back, and he said, hey, wherever you're going, I'm going. You ain't leaving me behind. I'm going to stick to you like super glue. I'm going with you. You're not going to get rid of me that easy. I'm not, I'm not playing around for just one church service here. I'm not coming around for some silly motive here. I'm, I'm in search of a newness in my life. I need something here. I need something greater than what's got a hold of me. You know, the Bible said, when you get this experience that greater is he that is within you, that becomes, in other words, the gift of the Holy Ghost is what he was talking about. The Spirit of the Lord that is placed in your heart, greater is he, greater is that Spirit, greater is that power, greater is that love that is placed in your heart than he that's in this world. You are given now a change in the balance and you have the upper hand so much so that Jesus said you can tread upon the scorpions and the serpents and that nothing by any means will be able to harm you and you would have a great and glorious newness in your life. You would have a new armor in your life. You would have divine protection as a newness in your life. So many good things. How do I, how do I get this started? Well, you just follow. Now you see, it said if you follow on, then shall you know. If you want to know the right thing, you want to know the new thing that God does in a person's life, You've got to follow by chapter and verse. And so the, uh, he stepped out. He said, I'm going with you. I'm going to follow. I, I, I recognize something here, and I feel, feel this pull along with you, and I'm not going to be left behind. I'm going on with you. And so he's headed down to Bethel. Now, you know, Bethel means the house of God. Bethel's first mentioned in the Scripture with a man of God that was just coming into the newness, and he he laid down one night and God gave him a dream. He had a, that's a wonder he didn't wake up with a headache. His pillow was a rock. But uh, he had a dream. God took care. Instead of getting a headache, he just gave him a nice vision, a night vision. And he, he began to see a ladder that went from earth to glory. And he saw angels going up and down on that ladder, ascending and descending. And man, he said, my, he woke up and he said, wow, this, this is the house of God. He said, this is a gate to heaven. This is Bethel. And so, Later on, we have this man of God leading this young fellow 
to the house of God. Let's get away from the clubs. Let's get away from the racetracks. Let's get away from the bars. Let's get away from the places where they sell the dope. Let's get away from the lifestyle that destroys. Let's get away from that old thing. Let's get away from that old, nasty, sinful, destructive lifestyle. Let's break away from that old devil and let's go in the new direction. Let's follow him that said, I'll give you a new spirit. I'll give you a new heart. I'll give you a new song. I'll give you a new attitude. I'll put something in your heart that you'll speak new words. I'll put something in your heart you've never, ever, ever experienced before. Let me do that for you. And so, we hung out at the church for a while church will give you instructions. People say, I believe. Well, you've got to believe as the instructions of the Word of God. And the instructions of the Word of God, the next thing was to, to go down to that place called Jericho. And so down to Jericho did the prophet go, and the fellow's following right along. I'm right with you. And I've got you by the tail of your coat, and I'm going along with you, following in your steps. And he got down to that place called Jericho. Now, Jericho in the Scripture was a type of repentance. And when you, you would you would cause the you're you're following the Lord and praising the Lord and learning of the Lord and reading the word and and growing here a little bit and as you feel that pull and that tug then it's going to cause a repentance in your life if you're believing it and you're going to realize that I don't want the old lifestyle he wasn't he didn't have a rearview mirror up trying to look back uh, to that Gilgal experience he said I'm through that thing I burnt that I'm ready to burn the bridge behind that you know you got to get to the place where you're ready to burn the bridge you got to send a signal to everybody and everything that I'm done with that I'm done with that why aren't you in the bar because I'm done with that why aren't you hanging out where we get to go I'm done with that why aren't you listening I'm done with that why aren't you coming to the club and boogie with us I'm done with that you burn the bridge you repent you send a strong, clear signal. The walls fall down. And you don't go take anything out of there. You don't reach back. You get out of there. Everybody said amen. Everybody said praise the Lord. The uh, same chapter in Isaiah, verse 14, said, Thus saith the Lord, your Redeemer, the Holy One of Israel, for your sake I have sent to Babylon and have brought down all their nobles and the Chaldeans whose cry is in the ships. I am the Lord, your Holy One, the Creator, your King. Thus saith the Lord, which maketh a way in the sea and a path in the mighty waters, which bringeth forth the chariot and horse, the army and the power. They shall lie down together. They shall not rise. They are extinct. They are quenched as tow. That's like quenching a little candle there, the wick. Only it's a bigger thing. Hey, when I tell you that you can go to Jericho, when I tell you that you can shout and get involved and, and be, get caught up in what the new thing that God's doing, and then you see those walls fall that were built up in your life, whether you built them or the enemy built them or everything else helped build them, and those walls go down. I'm not like Everybody say praise the Lord. Everybody say praise the Lord. 
Okay, everybody said hallelujah. I don't know. We're having a lot of fun here tonight. <laughs> everybody give God a big hand. Yeah, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Well, what I am saying to you is that God is saying, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to absolutely destroy, if you will repent, I'm going to destroy that old lifestyle. I'm going to destroy all that mess and all that garbage because I am the Lord thy God. And everybody said amen.